Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endures forever. On this day the Lord has acted. We will rejoice and be glad in it. In the name of the one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Well, we have walked the way of suffering with our humble king this week. It's been a week full of beauty, of depth, agony, joy, and unbelievable heartbreak. All in the span of just a few days, while at the same time, the few short days, for me anyways, at times felt like a lifetime holding space and going about life as usual while engaging in the discipline of what it means to wait, of hoping and desiring for this day to come. And it finally has. Our blessed Easter morning, our resurrection day. On Easter morning, it is always my practice to sneak over just as the sun is coming up and to walk in through the red front doors and to glory and to revel in the beauty that is present. Many of you all probably know that on Friday this place was pretty bare and sparse because Jesus was not alive. But walking in on Sunday morning and seeing the glory of all things Easter There's no greater feeling. So if you've been like me the last few weeks, I would say the last six weeks of Lent, where you've had to bite your tongue or hold your breath as you wanted to echo the word, alleluia, or how at times it kind of is a bit stunning because it comes so easily as we are alleluia people, but you had to hold back. But now that our Lenten journey has ended, made known by the ringing of the bells, if you didn't hear it once, you heard it twice this morning, that is a signal that our Lenten journey is over. And alleluia can be said with reckless abandon, with gladness in your heart. So I will say, How about a collective alleluia this morning? Turn to your neighbor and say alleluia. Alleluia. And a happy and joyous Easter to each of you. This is the day that the Lord has made. Well, this, this Holy Week, I have held the women of the story of Jesus close. Sometimes they are forgotten about. Oftentimes they are forgotten about. But as a woman priest, it is them who I look to. And it is them who are so faithful. They journey the way of the cross with Jesus. They have been his faithful companions, not only in life, but also in death. They've stayed present. They're always in the background. Sometimes their names are spoken. Often they are not. But they are constant in their attendance. They keep 
showing up, they will never leave him. So it seems especially appropriate and poignant that in today's gospel, a woman who has been scandalized throughout the Christian ages, Mary Magdalene, is the one who is standing outside the tomb. And not only is she standing there, she is weeping. Weeping with gut-wrenching heartache because she wants so badly for him to be there, and he is not. She's peered in the tomb. Where in the world could he be? She has come with burial spices to prepare him for a funeral. But instead, she's stunned. She has an encounter unlike any ever in the history of the world. And what she initially thought was a chance meeting with a gardener turns out to be the one whom she has been looking for, weeping over. But how does she know it's him? One word. One word. It's not a theological word. It's not a word that required study to understand it. It's not even a scripture verse. No. Instead, it is the most basic and plain word Jesus could ever offer to her. A word she's known since she could remember. Her name, Mary. He says her name, Mary, and immediately she knows it's him. She knows it's Jesus. She calls him teacher. She's stunned. He calls her by name. She knows it's him. There is no doubt that Jesus is with her because no one else says her name the way he does. With refined strength, with great tenderness and care, with love and attention all bundled up like a Christmas package ready to be opened, he offers all of it to her in one word, Mary. And her ear was attuned to his voice. And because she knew in her heart it was him, she couldn't do anything but go and tell. So she told as many people as she could that Jesus was in fact alive because he had said her name. So she goes still a bit out of breath from a race to the tomb, but she goes, she garners the strength, she leaves, and with a quickly beating heart, she sets out to be the first to deliver this breathtaking news that Jesus is in fact alive. 
she didn't give it any other thought other than she had to share this miraculous news with anyone she could find. But let me say this. In this act of devotion and movement, this sets into motion Mary Magdalene, the most scandalized woman in scripture. She is in fact the first missionary. The first a woman named Mary who Jesus came to after he has died, after he has come back alive, it is her, Mary Magdalene. She is the one chosen. She is the one who goes then and shares that he is alive. And now, just as Jesus has said her name, Mary, she will say his name again and again and again. So that brings us to this moment, this holy, holy moment. As Jesus has said Mary's name, the names of four will be spoken this morning in holy baptism. Yes, I will be saying your name, but in some way Jesus is also saying your name. And when your names are said, this is like Jesus standing with you in the empty tomb with Mary, saying to you, I am resurrection and life. So in just a moment, four little lives, Lester Benjamin, Maverick Dean, hi, yeah, you, Wilhelmina Grace, and Valentina Ruby. You all will pass through the waters of baptism and you will be marked as Christ's own forever and given a light that reminds each of you that the light of Christ burns so deeply inside of you, guiding you all of your days forever and ever to infinity and beyond and all eternity. It will be yours. And it's special that your baptism is in front of your church. We're not in a secret room somewhere where only your family can watch. But you're in front of a group of people who love you, who have said yes to you, who will be your tribe. I know Jolene Gilmet always talks about her tribe, the tribe of Grace Episcopal Church, your family of faith. So I'm going to speak to each of the baptismal candidates right now. Lester Benjamin, is he in the house? He's probably in the back. Oh, yeah, he's right there. Yes, with his dad, Bill. Your dad, Lester Benjamin, is a minister at Grace. Raise your hand, Paul. Yep, that's Lester Benjamin's dad. You will be growing up here, Lester Benjamin, getting into all kinds of shenanigans because you're kind of like a priest kid. That's just what we do, right? 
but you will be loved like no other here because you have been nothing but gift since your arrival here at Grace. That's you, Lester Benjamin. Maverick Dean, can you raise your hand? Like a big boy? Yep, that's you. If you're anything like your grandmother, everybody knows his grandmother is Kelly Krennic, you will have a heart so big to love and serve. And let me tell you, you're also going to get stuff done because your grandmother does. Get ready, church. Maverick is about to be baptized. Yeah. And to Wilhelmina and Valentina, two precious girls who have graced this church since your arrival, your eagerness and joy for being in church and desiring Jesus is palpable. It is contagious. I want to say it is a joy to be your priest, a female priest for you young ladies. And I hope that grace will always be a safe place for you to grow and to learn in your faith and to know that you are loved more than you could ever imagine. So catechumens, that's a really big word for those about to be baptized. It's a, a word that's been in use since the early church. We've got four catechumens this morning. May this day be yours. And may the Jesus who rose from the dead be yours. And may he say each of your names again and again so that when you hear him speaking in your heart, you will know his voice and you will go and tell his name to all those who need to hear it. In the name of the one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. May the Lord keep you forever, granting peace, perfect peace, courage in every endeavor. Lift your eyes and see his face. Blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit rest upon you this resurrection day and always. Amen. <laughs>